Hey everybody, just a quick disclaimer. This episode talks about an erotic thriller and there are some descriptions of sexual violence. So if that's a trigger for you, maybe you want to skip this one. Um, If you're offended by some salty language, this is a movie about effing someone to death and we get a little bit more into things like that than we normally do in this series. Also, if you're related to us, we do discuss each other's genitalia in some fairly frank terms. So maybe if if you know us and if that's an issue, maybe maybe just 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 uh, fast forward through this one. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered extremely heinous. Sorry, <laughs> it's me. Sex bomb Rebecca Carlson, played by Madonna, parades around naked in front of the open windows of her houseboat at all hours, even while the lobstermen catch crabs. When Rebecca's latest conquest, a multimillionaire, dies of a heart attack while making love to her, she becomes a a suspect. With $8 million bequeathed to Rebecca in her lover's will, District Attorney Robert Garnett, Joe Montaigne, can't shake the idea that she's killed her rich lover with wild sex, knowing that he had a weak heart so she could get her mitts on the money. However, Frank Delaney, William Defoe, Rebecca's lawyer, thinks differently, suspecting instead the millionaire's private secretary, Joanne Braslow, and Archer, who was dumped dumped by the millionaire for Rebecca. Besides, which Frank attracted to Rebecca himself, starts a sadomasochistic affair with her and throws his legal ethics out the window. Oh my goodness, guys! <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> we just had to have an, we wanted to have that kind of an opening here. So hit the theme song. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, welcome to Forbidden Cinema. I'm Zach. I'm Jenny. We watched Body of Evidence. Y'all. And oh my goodness, what a ride. It delivered on so many levels. I mean, that was just, that was the Amazon Prime like description. Where th- is this post watching the movie? I was like, wait, does that say Lobster Man? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all! The sex bomb. I mean, get her mitts. Like, we are sex bomb. Yeah. I, I said like later on, like get your mitts off my money. She, yeah, she. Like, that's my that's my Madonna impression for the day. <laughs> I would have said William Defoe, but subtle, subtle. No, 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 no. I was going more Madonna. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So what the hell is happening right now? I don't know. Because, I mean, honestly, this wasn't a bad movie. Like, when it comes to 90s erotic thrillers, it's a pretty good movie. I wrote later on, but I wrote, like, this thing is reviewed horribly. I don't know why. And I'm thinking it's solid B-plus erotic thriller. Well, then the last 10 minutes happened. I was like, oh, that's that's the best ending they had? And I can kind of see maybe, yeah, the ending was weak, but... I mean, but it was fine. I think up to that point, like where where they had a couple places they could go. I appreciated the twist. So yeah, I have like, is this a coffee shop or a bar? They're not really giving Julianne Moore a lot to do. And the next thing I wrote is, you're not writing any notes. <laughs> and then I have like, oh, the ending is bad. So there's about forty minutes there that are like solid, that I was like really enthralling. They, they in this were thing. engaging. I mean, like our secret 
secret crush um, podcast of how did this get made? I think they watched this, didn't they? Uh, some some podcast we've listened to has talked about this movie. Which I did say, per lore, there's this whole thing about Willem Dafoe's um, downstairs. We didn't see Willem Dafoe's downstairs. I was really looking in that one scene. Nothing. I, I felt like we might have seen like one one side of Sack. I saw nothing. I, I feel like nothing there, to indicate something abnormally whatever to talk about. I have some notes on that later. Okay, uh, fine. so we'll get to it. But let's let's start anyway. with what what movie did we watch? Let, let, let's go. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves because we're so excited about what I we feel saw. Like here. We said we watched Body of Evidence with Madonna. I was kind of surprised that when we had a, the title cards, um, that it just said Madonna, that it didn't say like Madonna Ciccone or whatever. Um, you know, we're going to pause for just a moment. I'm going to get the cat off the... He is resisting. Yes. Our cat is resisting arrest. <laughs> <laughs> he is pleading his innocence. He is, he is as a high-powered lawyer. He's adorable, but guilty, usually. Um, yeah. So This is 1993. Mm-hmm. So I, I, normally, we don't look too much into this stuff, but I couldn't help myself. I'm trying to figure out why was I so aware of this movie as a child. Oh, were you? Absolutely, yes. So this uh, movie comes out less than a year after Basic Instinct. Okay. So about nine months after Basic Instinct. So this movie is in production before Basic Instinct is a huge hit it's that changes the It's in the zeitgeist. The that, that's always the way that it happens. You know, earthquake movies, Truman Capote movies. Everybody gets in like the same vein somehow, the same like hive mind when it comes to making movies. This movie comes out less than six months after A League of Their Own. Mm, interesting. Okay. So definitely playing a couple sides of the coin in terms of who she's trying to be in the public eye. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Dino De Laurentiis, the pr- uh, uh, producer of this mm-hmm. film, really tried to get her because I guess her the Madonna's sex book, mm-hmm. which we will get into on going deeper. Right. Uh, she, he, he really wanted her to postpone it because it came out almost the same time as well. Wanted her to postpone the movie or the, the, the book? book? The book, because he didn't want this to be kind of sex book, the movie. Hmm, okay. Which, spoiler alert, we'll get into it in going deeper, but I have, we thought we might even do our own episode on the sex book, but I was able to find that book and download a copy of it from our public library. <laughs> <laughs> Support your public library. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't remember... This particular, I mean, when we're talking about this in a forbidden sense, we're talking about a genre, really, mm-hmm. at, at this moment. Um, you know, Madonna in general, you know, has her own level of being forbidden. Dick Tracy, which we've talked about, that we will talk about further. Maybe it was three years before this. So, I mean, that was heavily um, rotation. So she's being this, like, you know, sex pot in that. I remember my cousin who was easily eight years older than I was probably. And I remember, like, being at my grandparents' house and us all being there at the same time. We didn't live in the same state. And her having her boom box and playing borderline <laughs> and like learning you know i knew the lyrics i knew like to how to sing the song borderline you know as probably a four or five year old and we're talking about a song that's like about like a woman's orgasm um so you know madonna like just has this place and this lore of i don't know what people thought of her honestly like i've never like had a conversation with my mom about what she thought about madonna because i mean i see her in a lot of different lights she was pushing the envelope which I appreciate. She was like not, 
you know, she's writing her own rules mm-hmm. and, you know, but doing it, doing it at the point of like kind of throwing things in people's faces, which, right. you know, it, it you know, the, you want to make waves. You, sometimes you, you have to do that. You this know, has got to be around the same time as the, like a prayer. Yeah. I, I would have to look that up for maybe going deeper on exactly. Or like a virgin, like the the music video, like the, or the like, music like awards. like a virgin was 80s, but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, like a prayer has a not pasty white Jesus and burning crosses in it. And like right. That would just all, all of a true. sudden, you know. The, the faith tradition I came from, not pasty white Jesus is, you know, not going to happen. Right, right, right. You yeah. know, Jesus doesn't look like he's from Minnesota the, and, and not Prince, Minnesota, but like <laughs> everybody else who's ever come from Minnesota except for Prince. <laughs> oh, Prince. <sighs> yeah. Like, so she just, you know, she's she lived in the zeitgeist of like forbidden um, for a while, you know, just kind of like, what was she about? Like, you know, just this this whole like sexy realm. So we're getting going. Uh, Madonna has first billing in this. Yes, just Madonna. That's just what Madonna. I have. Yeah, but but she's first bill. Like, there's no. It's mm-hmm. Madonna, and then like, then everyone else. And we didn't even notice Frank Langella if he was even billed in the opening credits. Right. He's he comes in the film much later as a called as a witness. Um, which I guess we should say. So Madonna, um, is this. Uh, a gallery owner, I guess, in Oregon, in Portland, Oregon. Um, I'm sure that she really fits the vibe of Portland, Oregon, um, living in this weird lake house situation. And she's accused. Did we learn later like, a houseboat? It doesn't look like a houseboat. It looks. Ever, it creaks. It creaks like a houseboat. It, I have. It, it I wrote does. that down. I don't but know if I don't know if fireplaces on a houseboat. Maybe fireplaces on a yacht are okay. But I think fireplaces on like, a houseboat. It's on the water somehow, but it is like legit house. Yeah. So I don't really understand the mechanics and the engineering involved in all of that. But I know that I have no interest in living uh, that close to the water in that sort of way. But um, so she is accused of killing her lover, boyfriend, who um, whomever, older man, weak heart, like she that she knew he had a weak heart and she killed him with sex so she could get his money is the whole plot of this and the trial that ensues is the main part of this movie. I mean, Anna Nicole Smith did that. And nobody gave a crap about She it. did not do that. <laughs> she kidding. did not do that. They were in a like like a 12 year relationship. I mean, it was a crazy <laughs> amount of time. He Sorry, sorry. Anyway. Yeah, it's it, it's it's too long ago for that to be funny and too Right. It, it, the, the, her life is just tragic all around. Right. Anyway, I just wrote but, lightning and birds. I wrote birds. Yeah. Birds. Like lots just... of birds. Why there's so many birds? Birds. It was birds. very strange. Birds. I don't dead I don't white know. guy and sex tape. And sex, just exactly. That's what's happening. Very, very similar opening, I, I guess. Well, not maybe opening because cold opening of basic instinct is the sex. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but then we've got the 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 dead man tied to the bed, um, dead in his bed post coital. I have three minutes in and I love the Graham Rebel score in this thing. We are full on film noir 90s. It's great. Bring it on. Bring it on. I, this This really went straight in line with basic instinct okay so we as we're going in we're zooming around or whatever and there are i'm guessing nipple clamps that i'm sorry look like jumper cables <laughs> they're supposed well, to they bring it up later when they find them they do 
Um, those look like jumper cables. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't think prop design has any experience with any of that. I really feel I, I wrote later on that uh, I don't think in society at this point we really understood cocaine, kink, law, or cardiology. <laughs> <laughs> Or probably um, Middle Eastern medicine, either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these are all like basic. The, the basic, the four most important plot points of the movie, I think, are completely gotten wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the nipple clamp, and then the, like, how do you know that? Like, I'm from LA. <laughs> or he's like, he's from LA. Like, I'm just a well-informed individual. <laughs> That's what Joe Montana says. And welcome, Joe Montana. I love Joe Montana. Airheads is one of my all-time classic go-to movies, and I, I love him. I He's love so him. great. He's so great. Um, so then I've got just like little bitty notes as we've got pandemonium because everyone's welcome to this crime scene, apparently, just <laughs> just coming on in. We got dude, we got a skullet Emmy, like just going past. And it's like, all right, all right. You know, like like the diversity of looks here. I feel like we'll probably get into Jade at some point, but I remember listening to another podcast about Jade and where they're just like going through and categorizing and bagging and tagging all the sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like that must owe something to this scene. Probably. I mean, there's not. I mean, there's not much. There's just that one. But I was like, all this for a cardiac arrest because we don't have any inkling that there is an issue and the DA is already called to the scene. Does the DA normally come to a scene? I mean, I've watched a lot of Loud and Order and things like that, but I know that the, I really don't even know if the DA is kind of a scene even in fictional shows. But then, yeah, yeah, I I'd, loved an hour and a half of this movie, but there is something. This is kind of a plot from a rejected psych episode or maybe an episode <laughs> of Ally McBeal. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it yeah, it's very piecemeal. I do have the from LA note. <laughs> and then I have going through they have a boom mic at the funeral. <laughs> like we've got someone holding a boom mic at the funeral. And there's a guy at the funeral and they focus on him for an inordinate amount of time and he has that haircut that everybody's dad had in 1993. <laughs> it is amazing. He's got a mustache, it's kind of graying. It's everybody in this movie is kind of long in the back. And that's my childhood. And it just brings me back. I, I wrote that the, the bowl cut killed my childhood. I'm sorry. I never had one, but that's kind of when that's I true. knew. That's true. You never did. You never no. did. You you really held tight to that like middle part. And... I, I, I held tight to kind of the 1987 Tom Cruise cut for a while before I grew my hair long. And then 20 years went by and didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> So just cut it short and slicked it back. Whatever. Yeah. So you know we're we're meeting Willem Dafoe. He like comes and finds her graveside. To I guess she reached out for him to defend her, even though she's not been charged with anything just yet. But he's like, but you know they will. <laughs> like you know because I'm just so. I mean because it's ridiculous, but. It, 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 I guess it's not. We'll later find out. So then we have Will and Defoe at a restaurant with Julianne Moore and a kid. And it was really confusing to me as to what their relationship was until kind of later. It seemed like they were dating and this was maybe her kid. But actually, it seems like actually they're married and that's their kid. But he doesn't seem as aware of... Uh, he, I don't know. He seems kind of detached. It maybe wasn't the best scene for setting up for no, setting a up a family familial dyna dynamic. As I mean, with Christmas Vacation last week, and we were talking about how they managed to set up the entire extended family, twenty people in 
a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And this this movie did not do that well. We established that she owns a restaurant. She needs to hire a manager. She's micromanaging. We know is it that. a bar or is it a coffee shop? I'm really struggling on It was on a that. restaurant. It was way too big to be anything else. Did you see anybody eating food, though? Yeah, there were, he had a plate with cake on okay, it. Okay, everybody had drinks. Everybody was, you know, drinking beers or or mixed drinks. But there was a huge thing of espresso machines and like the thousand different syrup flavors hmm. in the back behind the bar. But it's, it seemed really large to not be a restaurant. I guess to it's me. just it's Portland. It's 1992, so everything is I guess sort of you coffee caffe- adjacent. Caffeinate by day and booze by night. I, I guess. I guess. So. I, mean, I guess. I guess if it's Portland and there's not strippers over in the corner, <laughs> then you know you're. You're, you're ahead of the curve. Okay. Then it is had. So later, later we find out that they're married. So I like I have an adjustment to my note. I was like, oh, it's his wife. Only because they're having sex and I see they focus on some wedding rings. That's it. Um, we, no one until way later does he said you're my wife. And then the lighting, highlighting all of their eyes is just. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. I mean, it, they're leaning into that. Like, it, it's almost like mask-like. We talked about that in Basic Instinct, about how mm-hmm. there's all those horizontal yeah. lights. But in every one of those scenes, it sets it up like, oh, there's blinds there. There's or, oh, no there's blinds. Whatever. There's, they just – everybody has Morticia Adams lights on their eyes. They do. Yeah. In every room, inside, outside, dark, daylight, nighttime, it's just like this is what a noir does, so this is what we're going to do. If you're not eating someone out, you can't see people's lips in this movie. <laughs> Which well, did have a note like that doesn't you don't really like dive into that that often in a movie. Dive in, I see what you did there. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, I had to pre- like okay, well done because that's not usually part of the whole scheme of sex in movies. Um, I also wrote he wasn't that old. <laughs> the oh, the dude who died. Yeah, I don't even remember his name. But he didn't seem he didn't look that old. No, I was like. This ancient guy, like, what would this woman have to do with this ancient old balls guy? And like, <laughs> we're we have friends that are probably approaching that I've, age, and we know plenty of ladies who are with guys approaching that age who aren't like femme fatales. No, they're like soccer moms. Right. I don't know how old he's supposed to be. We never actually hear. I guess I could look up and going deeper, I could look up and see how old the actor actually is. It'll probably be sad. I mean, he's just graying, but he, it's hard to tell because we only see him kind of as a corpse. So yeah, true. He, he's not looking his best. You think corpses look older than... Than when they're alive. So you think that ages you 10 years probably just easily being stone cold dead. Yeah, I would think so. You know, yeah, you you wouldn't be happy with it, the how you looked. Okay, so right. They're like now at the courthouse. They're coming out. There's a or at the police station. That's where all the weird lighting is. Lighting is fantastic at the police station. Um, yeah, I definitely said it's kind of a second rate basic instinct interrogation scene that, that, that they did not pull that off. No, it was it was very quippy. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, and Sharon Stone is quippy, but better. Yeah. But we do come through the courtyard, and it's just a random horse just hanging out. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Police horse just is like drinking coffee. I don't know. One like, of the last scenes in the movie until everybody's dead at the end that it's not raining outside. Yeah, but it does start raining randomly at places because I did make that note when we go to her acupuncturist or whatever. It's totally fine. And then once they're inside, it's pouring. Yes, yes. Um, but I do love her beret. 
Oh, man. Love I mean, her wearing a braid. Her, her entire fashion in this. Her wardrobe is great. I mean, the, the, the white kind of sex pot robe, mm-hmm. the the white pants and, and shirt, the, the suit, the skirt. The, yeah, her, her wardrobe in this is fantastic. It really, really is. Yeah, we see her mostly like she's in white and silk a lot when she's at home mm-hmm. or we're getting ready to like engage in sexual acts. And she's like black and pearls in the courtroom. Yeah, just an interesting, interesting choice. Do you want to say her acting is very wooden in this? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a choice, though. I feel like there is some sort of a femme fatale. As because we we just saw her in a league of their own oh, six been, months ago, right? And she's she been, she's the maybe the emotional lead of that film because she's delightful, 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 and then mm-hmm. she has her, you know, talking about how she's probably when this is over going back to. What might be sex work? We don't, you know, it's, right. they're not really getting into it in a league of their own, but you they're know, alluding to it, right? You know, talking about like all these, all these guys get get your mitts off me, she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she might be well because we find out, you know, spoiler alert, she did it, y'all. Yeah. After she's she's acquitted, but she did it, so she is being very two faced. So. Is her acting trying to reflect that in a weird? Is she trying to be duplicitous in some sort of way? Maybe, or we might be giving her too much credit. I don't know. But. I think I need to look up the definition of murder in Oregon. I wonder, even if you do f someone to death, if that's still murder. A lot of times, murder has to be an illegal act that results in death. Well, I do think my, Joe Montana talked about. You know, manslaughter. Mm-hmm. But then they're also trying to prove premeditated murder, like due to so. But I believe a lot of times murder has to be assault, but if that she, results in death, or a she, robbery that results in death. But she could have right? poisoned him because there we we do deal with cocaine in his nose drops that he's unaware. Oh, we have of. reasonable doubt on the cocaine. We have reasonable doubt on the on the cocaine, but they do know that they have cocaine that he was probably given or t- he take he took unawares so there's a level of drugging involved and then also if she was aware of that like yes the poisoning is probably it's very act, much like but- well i'm gonna set these things in motion and walk away and just assume it's all gonna happen ex- exactly as i planned um so yeah there's not like this lockdown death but if it happens great if it doesn't happen we'll try again later maybe yeah i'm still I'm, I'm still wondering if this thing if this plot goes off exactly as whatever and we find out all of it i'm still wondering if it fits the legal definition of murder i might have to go deeper on that I, you you might but also too you gotta like you gotta look timestamp wise too that's true yeah um, 19 1993 is another time exactly which segues perfectly into my note on eyebrows and then of course <laughs> that she owns a a, a gallery yes it's yes. the 90s of if course. you're a sexy woman you own a gallery that's just the what you do and she has the most perfectly plucked and then repenciled eyebrows um time stamping the 90s she couldn't be any more 90s unless she had brown eyeliner around her lips and just lip gloss <laughs> that's more late 90s though isn't it mm, probably slightly yeah then i have chinese medicine yeah peony root by insulfation i don't know of any medicine you're the expert there i'm i'm an expert in western medicine i'm gonna go deeper on that i'm gonna go see in eastern medicine are there white powders that you snort i 
I'm curious. Uh, I have a feeling that might be a little. It off seems like books. you just take some BC, <laughs> right? I mean, that's what the NASCAR drivers do. True, true. <laughs> I mean, we. This is the South. We do what NASCAR drivers do. That is Oregon. They probably don't even know what NASCAR drivers are. So I, I don't know if they have BC powder. I don't know. I've, we've never been to a NASCAR race. Full uh, full disclosure here, but. We are from the South, so we do understand that it is appreciated by certain people and that it, yeah, I believe what Jeff Foxworthy said it best where he said, show me a, a child wearing only a diaper with a can of Mountain Dew and I'll show you a, a future NASCAR fan. Yeah, that, that seems to track. I think that's probably correct. And they probably all have the same opinion about Chinese and Eastern medicine as well. Probably similar to John Hughes' opinion on it. <laughs> probably. That's probably true. There was no gong that happened in this movie to alert us to what's going on. But that actor who's playing her doctor is a creepy dude. He yeah. shows up as a creepy dude in plenty of stuff. She does refer to him as doctor. She does. Uh, but acupuncturist licensing i'm curious as to what acupuncture licensing was like in 1993 in I oregon have no idea because i feel like her disrobing in front of him could be a huge a hundred percent i have that that down too it's like okay completely getting naked you know you don't do that in front of your masseuse i don't do that in, in they, they knock on the my, door and like are you doctor, ready for me you know my my esthetician who does waxing. Um, <laughs> none of those things. Um, you know, there's definitely a screen, a curtain, a something, a whatever. And it's, then there isn't like a just like, oh, no, I'm cool. Just like spread it out and, and, no, and, I don't and, think and that whip it out. No, you're like even allowed to do that. They'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm going back here, you know. Right. You you whip out whatever you want to whip out and call me when it's when it's under the sheet, you know. Yeah. So definitely Definitely, definitely wrote yeah, that note. Yeah, she's sort of assaulting him in that. Kind of, but he seems to be fine with it. Oh, as... he's a super creep, so he's cool. Right. I'm trying to remember what else he's in because I definitely recognize him as being like real creepy from other stuff. So then Will and Defoe can basically see what's happening through the slats. And it's not blinds, but it slats through some sort of screen. So he knows 100% what's happening. Then he sees a kitty cat that he thinks is pretty. And he picks <laughs> it up and starts petting it. I'm like, really? really we're gonna pick up a pussycat and start petting it while madonna's naked on a table and we're like staring at her through slats and where it's not supposed to be some sort of weird just stand in for our feelings and thoughts about what's happening good moment there where he's completely staring at her and i'm guessing he's thinking that she's not noticing that he's staring and she then starts and talking like, to him yeah like is it still raining outside Mm-hmm. That good, good moment, good moment. Right, she's aware. She's aware everything she's doing is a performance. Yes, yes. For yes, everyone, yes. it doesn't matter who. Like, just in case someone's watching, she's she's putting it on. I want to posit something to you. Mm-hmm. Who is this for? This movie. I would say that anybody who's already into some light kink or cocaine or They're whatever is going to be a little bored. They're going to scoff at this. This was not enough of any of that. Was this like the Fifty Shades of Grey of its time? Was this four kind of housewives and and guys who weren't really into that and that were able to sneak away? Who was this for? Probably. 
because it is a noir. I mean, it's 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 a murder movie. So there's there's that genre. There's yeah. It's, so you're allowed to go to it with a clean conscience, you know. You know, it's, it's right, just, it's right. A it's, a, it's a murder it, mystery. It's a law. It's a exactly. it's, it's like SVU, you know. Exactly. Um, you know, it's just like Perry Mason. Um, <laughs> but. Actually, I think the new Perry Mason kind of is a lot like this. But. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Which is probably more accurate to the time. Mm-hmm. But I know it's, it's definitely not for anyone who was into sadomasochism or BDSM or any of that bondage, any role play. Any, no, this is not going to appeal to any of them or like whatever. Um, this is for people who think they're... They think they know what it is. Like this is what this this movie. This just... movie is for Willem Dafoe's. Yeah. People that my next note is dinner, strawberries, kink dar, and oh, I found him, but he doesn't know it yet. Right. And I'm like, saw that coming. <laughs> I I actually wrote kink radar t- or no, what did I write? No, 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 no. What is it? What is it? BDSM radar. BDSM radar. Yeah. I, don't know. I think kink dar. I think I ran on kink dar. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but that's exactly what I wrote too. I have a lot of notes between now and then. Um, oh, go but... ahead, have at it, babe. I, the floor is yours. My <laughs> They're love. probably dis disjointed <laughs> at best. This um, movie is disjointed at best, so it, it'll fit right in. Also, we have to. I have to like know what I wrote. Here we go. Oh, you have to actually be able to read your handwriting. Yeah, that that so, could be an issue. I know. So it's like pussy cat. Pretty big house for a gold digger. I, I, I wrote that down. You know, boats are expensive. Yeah. It, I don't know why, like, $8 million, if she owns a gallery and has that house, I don't feel like $8 million is that much. I feel like there's a lot of little shitty houseboats that people's uncles and dads live on, like, divorced dads live on, or... Or you know, Keanu you, Reeves and the replacement. Or you have, like, some dad that has a houseboat, and that's kind of the thing, and they all want to go out on the houseboat, and then you go out, and it's just... Not that great. No. I think those just on the lake here cost eight hundred thousand to one point two million. And what she has is extreme. So yeah, I Very don't feel like eight so. million is gonna make a huge dent. No, in I don't her think so either. Operating. I don't think she needs this. It just seems like excess. So we've started deliberation. Willem Dafoe is doing his opening statements. And I just gave her a number, but I was like, juror number five is in to him. We only <laughs> see her once. And I did have like, oh, that's my like jury of her peers. Mm. Peer- there was like, there was that one chick that like maybe, and she was into Willem Dafoe. So maybe she was a peer, but everybody else seemed like old and white and just old. I'm just going to throw it out there. Madonna has no peers. Mm, fair enough. There, there might be people that have done better in the last 10 years, 20 years than her. There, there might be people that have ro- risen to that. Would you say of she's in a league of her own? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. All right, hit the theme song. We'll be back next week. I don't know where else I can. I don't know where else I can go from there. Cocaine and sex. It was like a loaded gun. No, maybe he didn't say that. Maybe the witness said that. The witness said that. I'm like, okay, no, it's not. Uh, It's not at all. Like like I said, uh, cocaine and sex is pretty much just kind of like a 
just like we'll see what happens it's loaded gun is we see what a loaded gun does later and it is pretty precise right right there there, there was those moments where the i mean judge judy was sassing it up and i oh, like her i loved her she was fantastic yeah but they were like like objection like this is ridiculous like that's like something you would say in a film noir movie like yeah good point like like tone it down a notch and then the other time it's like objection this is ridiculous like i think i'm gonna let him go with it just to like, I'm curious. Like, like I'm kind of a little turned on right now. So let's. <laughs> She's like, I got my gavel. I will empty this courtroom if he gets too sexy because I just want to hear what's happening on my own. <laughs> it's like, like whoo, whoo, whoo. Like, loosen up this robe a little bit. And somebody says a galaxy of symptoms. Like, I don't know. It just, it just like, that's quite poetic. Okay. And then they keep talking about. So, like I said in the opening in our description, Joanne Braswell or whatever the secretary slash assistant's name is. She keeps talking about, like, I was this secretary or assistant for six years. I'm like, that's not that long. Like, like it's a real big deal. Like, she's some sort of confidant and she would understand the inner workings of his life. Like, six years? Eh. He seems like, I'm thinking, so the, I started thinking about this like as a, like a Hugh Hefner situation. Because Sorry, I've been listening to a podcast about the life and times of Hugh Hefner, kind of the ups and downs, and, and what's it called again? I don't... Here, talk and I'll look it I up. I don't remember. But I know like that he had an assistant or whatever, like who literally was kind of like his work wife. She was his assistant for like 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I think about that and someone who has this proclivity... That's the kind of person that that like, but six years? No, six years is nothing. Yeah, it's called Power, Hugh Hefner. It's a series that has several seasons already. I think one is the uh, Epstein's Maxwell lady that I have no idea how to pronounce her name. It's got a lot, too many consonants in it. It's French, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's. I mean, we've we've talked a lot about Playboy on this show, mm-hmm. and it's looking at you know, yes, this is part of the sexual liberation of of the united states but there's also there's a a pretty deep dark side and right you know there's some some deep anti-feminist views some major drug issues that you know and you know some some racial tensions that you know were maybe not as uh, as well received so uh yeah i highly haven't finished it yet so i don't know how it ends but it's it's a conversation worth having so check it out if, if you're looking for a podcast binge yeah. Then I love the judge. And then I have kids who love pain for strawberries. It's a little odd. Uh-huh. She's talking about like all the work that she goes through at the restaurant. You already alluded to this, but she's like eating strawberries, which, you know, is just equal seduction, right? Of course. You don't and, need a strawberry unless you're trying to bone. Right. You know, it's not healthy or like, you know, just fruit. Um, no, 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 no. It's not part of like the food pyramid. Um <laughs> <laughs> Five to eleven servings of bread, <laughs> right. cereals, and rice. You're, you're just like making people die left and right. <laughs> like all that fiber and fruit you're trying to eat, and just old men are just falling, killing over. Okay, this is gonna take it way off the rails right. here. Okay. Go there. Uh, Will Arnett, Will Fort, who are right. people that people know now. People nobody knew them back then. The directors of the Lego Movie, the directors that did the first half of uh, Solo before they got fired. Uh, Lord and Miller, I believe, were their names. Yeah. And they had a show called Clone High. And it is a fantastic, fantastic, 
fantastic binge if you ever get a moment. So subversive, so crazy. And one of the episodes, Marilyn Manson comes on to sing a song about the food pyramid to teach the children. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yes. So So many canceled things in that statement. I know. (laughs) So yeah, she's talking about like, I would like climb over the fence and scrape up my knees and there were rose bushes and they would like pierce my thighs so I could eat the strawberries, but they were so sweet. Like, ugh. We're talking about forbidden cinema here, babe. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was uh, disturbing at best because if that's making you sexy or making you turn on your thinking about a child doing all those things <laughs> and getting strawberries. Um, so bad on you. Um, like bleeding children. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, you know, you like it. Like, just by like looking at someone in the room that you know they like it rough. Like, <laughs> like that's ridiculous. Like, be, I was. She- there's moments there in a movie, though. Where you get it, the, the best mysteries mm-hmm. ever written, you get it 10 seconds before the lead character gets it. No, that is the, I, And you, like, she's looking around the room, it's like, she's going to say him, she's going to say him, she's going to say him, she's going to say him. He's like, oh, I see someone, I won't tell you. Like, Why? Because he doesn't know it yet. I mean, yes, that's not a secret. We know he's into it. This is the movie. He's... Like, we know that they're going to bone. Like, that's the whole thing before we even get into this. That's the description that Amazon gives us about lobster men, too. Um, <laughs> he, he jeopardizes his legal and moral ethics or whatever. But just like the fact that he's even asking her, like, she's got some sort of, like, special skills because she's into, like, kind of kinky sex. It's, like... I'm, I'm going to say light kink or mild kink. Yeah. Is it... Uh, but I mean, just some sort of like kinky sex, like not even what seemingly. I mean, we, I mean, we're not window and privy to all of it. We see part of it, but even then, it's like it, it just seems like on parade. You know, like ooh, this person, this freak, this like <laughs> you know has has this special like sense that they can like pick out their own in a room. Like, I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. That's the whole thing about kinky sex is that you don't know who is into it. <laughs> I don't have anything before they are having sex. Do you have anything before we get there? Well, they're pretty much having sex like right after this. But I I still have, again, like the lighting and this is ridiculous. I have lip noises, crackling fire, rain outside, and creaking leather. There are so many things making sounds that sort of sound alike. And I don't like any of them. (laughs) They all sound like the whole building is going to come crashing down. Um, It's like Frankenstein. They all sound wet and sticky. Create their own demise. I do have like, like, what's up with these men when their wives are DTF? So like down to fuck. Like, I'm sorry. So like last movie, we had Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo, who is just, first of all, Outside of the movie, the only person in the world who still likes Chevy Chase, like literally <laughs> as a person, um, and they played like a married couple for many, 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 many years in many, many movies. She's she's quirky, she's kinky, she like calls. She's hilarious. Sparky, she's gorgeous. She's sexy. All these things. She's down and into him, and he's still like attracted to these other crazy women. Julian Moore. We see them having sex. It's like good. It's pretty hot. Incredibly hot. And she's fun and sassy. She's like a boss. She's Julianne Moore. I mean... I mean, need to say more, but she's also just all of these amazing things. And it's like, he's just weirdly 
Like just, I know that we're trying to say that this woman is able to entice anyone beyond their control, but still, I'm sorry. I like, bet you if he pulled out some handcuffs with Julianne Moore, she'd be down. It did seem that way to me. I mean, so yeah, it's super. She's probably a little bored with him. She's probably wanting him to come back with some handcuffs. She's like, I'm so fucking busy. Can you make this worth my time? <laughs> um, like, <laughs> but like maybe this, maybe this client of his, maybe you know, maybe she'll tip him in nipple clamps or something. <laughs> it just seems super annoying to me, like that. It doesn't. I I know that they're trying to make this seem extreme, that these women are just super extra. But I'm sorry, when you have these phenomenal, just multi-layered women that are their spouses, that like there is, they are, they're amazing and phenomenal all on their own. It's super annoying. And I just, I don't buy it. Like, I don't buy that the risk is worth losing. Like he even says, like, I don't want to lose you. Like, well, I'm sorry. Um, This woman is going to lay down the law and say, like, you're out, dude, because I don't need you Um, because she's that important all on her own. And it's she's not some sniveling something who's like, what's she going to do without him? She's a boss. Like heads up. In case you didn't notice, you're the B-side here. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You are totally the B-side in this relationship. So that's I'm annoyed. I like we're all equal, but if we if we had to choose, <laughs> you're the B side. If everyone was voting, um, you know, whether it was a secret vote or a non secret vote, everyone would say that Julianne Moore is the A side of this relationship. Oh man, that would be awkward if you could just, you know, this is your life survivor <laughs> style, like everybody you've ever met, like who's the A side? Like, mm, <laughs> hand raise, um, right? So, I mean, not that I'm saying that I think that it's okay. Uh, that in a relationship that is painted very one-sided or one note or someone who is distant or just obviously they are not in a good relationship that it, that I condone this kind of behavior. But you're not, I'm sorry, when you have that at home, like you're, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but you're not, you're not looking for something that's going to jeopardize that. Right. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I might have to look into this. There's probably some sort of text about why men of a certain age have affairs. And it probably has nothing to do with sex and nothing to do. Well, that's it's what he said. It has nothing to do and... with you. And she rightly should have punched him in the face right. and then the nuts and then the face and then the nuts again. <laughs> um, because it does. She's like, that's not true. It has everything to do you know, let's let's hold back on the nut punching because that's probably a little. That, those are probably a little sensitive. What because of the wax? We had just we were eating dinner. We were watching ridiculousness because we didn't <laughs> want to eat dinner and take notes on this movie, right? And ridiculousness was all about people burning their nuts off. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was like an entire category of it like was and nuts Ster- burned Sterling off. was on point on all his commentary. <laughs> I feel like better than any other one. It was he was just on it it's like let's put on this madonna movie it's like and there's still nuts getting burned off okay so okay we jumped ahead you said you didn't have any notes so they were having sex and i was like yeah i was like the sounds make the house seem like a boat and then i went rut row she's taking off his belt and tying him up like he was like (laughs) (laughs) like um this woman might have killed this man i don't really know i don't think she did but maybe she did i don't know but like i'm putting myself in a really precarious situation 
I said that good on him for having the foresight to have a fresh wax with the with the candle play. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would have not thought in 1993 that general, I mean, I know like bodybuilders and wrestlers and things. I wouldn't have thought just like your general lawyer with a pretty damn good body. I, I, did, I don't know if I ever thought that like Willem Dafoe had a nice butt, but uh, I mean, it, it's, he looks good. he's working it. Yeah, he looks great. He looks great. But yeah, I wouldn't have thought that that was just the standard of beauty in 1993 for your average athletic attorney but to be like I don't know. completely bald waxed. But good on him to have, have the forethought to do that. Cause yeah. Yeah, a little bit of candle wax and, uh, and some body hair. That can get crazy. It can get real uncomfortable. But then he, she was like chilling the champagne. But then I just wrote dick mold. <laughs> <laughs> Should we clone a willy for... <laughs> so like i don't know <laughs> we if you had we, you know at our, our when i was in school in college um they would like create different events and stuff like the student center just like cool stuff but you could go like make a like a mold of your hand <laughs> just like, out of wax or something of that <laughs> so we, we we've established that i'm in healthcare, and there are certain drugstores if you go to their website you can buy a clone a willy kit with your with your rewards points so it it is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did like have a quick like. Was that all a fantasy? Like when he wakes up in bed, like with um, Julian Moore, and like, but then we see like he's got some marks on his chest. I'm like, nope, nope. It, it really happened. Um, but it, they play it pretty well there for a hot second. Like maybe that wasn't real. I wrote that Madonna has a really great butt, mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad now that she's sixty and she has. Had some butt work done. Yeah, she's got, and she kind of has to. She's really kind of showing it off, and it. I. I she doesn't g- have to. Good, good. She's, she's beautiful. Good for her, and I'm, I'm, I'm not sad for her. Showing, I'm just sad for a world where that's what you have to do to get noticed. Because yeah, the last award show, whatever that we saw with her, she has some extreme butt work done. Like she's got some extreme implants that like are completely unnatural looking and that is a bummer it's a bummer that she felt like she had to do that it's a bummer that like you know whatever she's had done to her face i mean this is the world we live in and you know what if that makes you feel sexy and that makes you feel good i don't care get botox get fillers get whatever it's available i am a fan better living through science oh yes. um so if that's that's available do it we support being who you want to be i just we maybe don't support the culture that makes people feel like they need to do anything yeah exactly and so yeah i mean she had a great ass i'm sure her ass wasn't your ass let's just put it out there your ass at 30 something is not going to be as tight as tight as 60 something news flash <laughs> it just isn't but so when you create like a this kind of situation where it like it's a weird butt illusion which kim kardashian is 100 percent done like i i've like had a brain meld and br- my brain has broken like trying to figure out like her in a pair of pants versus her in a whatever like, it doesn't work like i don't know what's <laughs> happening i don't know what kind of shaping what kind of contouring whatever's happening that like it just doesn't line up but I also said, like, boy, those days pre-HIPAA, that joke probably doesn't mean much to many people. <laughs> well, like, where, where, are you ta- where are you at? Like, people just, like doctors and, oh. and patients. Jürgen now is in this? Right, but he's dead. And this is a murder trial. No, no, no. Jürgen now is the 
uh, is the doctor. Exactly, but 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 she's talking with him, with her about him before he's dead. Because we're sure to know she's like such a seductress. That in 1993, gets... that wouldn't have been illegal. Oh, really? That's no, Hippo, Hippo isn't even that old. No, it's like 2000. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been immoral, but it would not have been illegal. So then, Jurgen have... now is in this like actor from Das Boot, one of the greatest films ever made. That once again, like another, if if you have four hours to kill. I only remember Das Boot from a preview on before a movie we would watch on a really regular oh, wow. basis that was like taped. I do, I've never seen Das Boot. But it like, makes four hours seem like 90 minutes. That's great, I it guess. Is, it is a fantastic, 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 fantastic film. He is also in Wing Commander with Freddie Prince Jr. and Matthew Lillard. Nice. <laughs> and I believe he is a – I think I said earlier to you he's playing a character that John Rice davies played, like a proud Scotsman. Mm. Uh, he's not – no, that's uh, Checky Carrioff is playing that character. Okay. Uh, he is playing a character uh, played by Malcolm McDowell. Okay. And so, like, let's give it to this guy. And so – So, yeah, Wait, Tom, Wils- Tom Wilson from uh, – from Back, Back to, the to the Future, they replace him with Matthew Lillard, hmm. and they replace Luke effing Skywalker with uh, Freddie Prince Jr. So Interesting. Yeah, an hmm. interesting change in cast. Quite. So then I have sub-counsel. I, co-counsel, I don't know. I just need to, like, we just only The squirrely see- guy? We, yeah, we only see him for like a hot minute. We see him in the elevator as, he's, as she's doing some hand stuff. But yeah, I was like, I recognize him. Where do I recognize him from? And you're the one that figured it out. Right. He is. The DA in Wild Things. Exactly. Who's saying like, we can't look at these videos. These are underage (laughs) girls and in sexual acts. And we should all be arrested right now. We should be arresting ourselves for watching this. You can't just go and sneak on and and film this stuff. You don't have a warrant. Like the DA gets it. I think that's what we said. Like the DA gets it. Exactly. Where does the DA ever get it? Exactly. So he is a DA that gets it. Still, Still playing in the legal realm. Maybe not on the right side of whatever, but he's he's co-counsel, so he's just along for the ride. Um, so yeah, but I feel like this guy when he shows up, he's sort of the moral compass of the film. He does feel like a moral compass. He like we need to get him. I need, we need to look, we need to deep dive his career. We and, do. Like I I want to talk to him. That would be fantastic. Oh man, maybe we could get a cameo. <laughs> he says cameo and ask him some questions. That would actually be awesome. Can we see if anybody who is in any of these movies we've watched so far have a cameo? Count. I know Gilbert Gottfried does. I was maybe saving that for if we do something from uh, USA Up All Night. But yeah, but we, but we, yeah, we haven't done really anything with him just yet. Totally. Yeah. So I got uh, elevator hand stuff. Um, oh, I've got. Uh, you're, you're moving on from elevator hand stuff. Go ahead. Okay. I'd say her dick grabbing technique proves that we're at least to believe that there is something far larger than than standard. Okay. Well, I'm, we're going to have to watch that again because I didn't d- didn't occur to me at all. Gotcha. I feel like, not to whatever, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I would feel like I am standard plus. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say anything to speak of, really. I think but. we have to put some sort of disclaimer on this episode now <laughs> for loved ones. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I would, I would say I am on the... I wouldn't say above average, but on the high side of average. Cool. I, I would say a, a standard cupping motion <laughs> would would solve. But she reaches in and has like a full on wrist tilt or, and 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 C move with her hand and 
Yeah, I, I, I'm imagining like you know something the size of a baseball bat or something would necessitate that sort of. Wow, he's too fr- he's too thin of a frame for that not to be <laughs> hidden in his pants. Like we don't see some sort of like he doesn't turn to the side and everybody's like what? Like <laughs> just in his regular even nineties even nineties pleated I, pants. We, we we know from Will Ferrell that pleated <laughs> pants create illusions. At the pants store malfunction. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I just think you'd go underhand for anything up unto damn. You know, like like when you start going vertical and having to like, like wrist rotations, there there's something to speak of there. Okay. I do think if we're talking that large that we really do need to start thinking when we're having our pants tailored about whether we dress left or dress right. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask Joey Tribbiani about that. <laughs> luckily, luckily, in the 90s, pants were a little loose, so it wasn't as critical when, when, when having them tailored as, as to whether you dress left or dress right. And yeah, but Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I, well, we can go back and watch that scene again if you want to, but her the, the way she moves her hand <laughs> is definitely indicative of, of something of note. Okay. Okay. I I'll trust you on that. I'm sorry if a basic cupping would suffice is the, the line <laughs> of this podcast. Oh man. All right. Um I don't have anything till it's it's effing skeletor. Oh geez. Okay, I've got like she's wearing like, you know, thigh high hose. We we all know that people think that's a thing. It's not really a thing. First of all, like actually like a garter belt would have to if you're going to wear thigh high hose, you got to wear some garter belts because they're not staying up. So those those do go together, but they are not that ubiquitous. Um, and then I have it was hot as hell. Sorry, it worked on me. It's Sorry. fine. I mean that's that's why. Like that's the whole thing. That's the fantasy that that's a thing that people wear that you know, and also makes everything accessible mm. uh, because. Pantyhose, taking pantyhose off, not so sexy. <laughs> you mean you couldn't do that standing on a car? I mean, you could, I guess. But then she's like breaking the glass. There's glass in his back and all this crazy shit. Um, but then that's actually we have her like, you know, we got some standing like going down. I'm like, okay. And a little full front. So we have full frontal, full, mm, collectively full frontal from her. Um, and so, but yeah, like. This movie, I'm pretty sure everything I've heard about this movie made me think we were going to have full frontal from, from him. I think there is an unrated version. Okay. That's I was not on ask Amazon. You if- I think you, you can get the Blu-ray, and, and I think there's a few extra minutes. and, and Got maybe it. So he's, little, freeing, he's freeing the bacon. Yeah, a little more. I, I feel like it's still probably dark from what I've read, but... I'm sure it is. I mean, I'm sure it's not super well lit. I mean, it, we, they, we only well... We only lit light. I can't even say it. Light eyes well because that's in super important. Like I feel like we still lit the right testicle okay in a couple of those shots. I missed it because that wasn't what I was looking for. I was looking. That's exactly what I was looking for. I was looking for testicles. I mean, that. I was just looking for anything down there to give me an idea of, of whether it was that magnificent or not. I I still didn't get. I didn't gleam anything from that. Okay. But so sex on glass. Um. I have some other words, but I don't know what they are. Pretty hot scene, all said and done. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we don't see men go down on women that often. You know, and they're not really, he's not really going down. She's standing up, but which is even kind of hotter. But so I appreciate that. So what is, is it going up? 
Um, going horizontal? I don't. I, I still like going think horizontal would be laying down. I, I think know. it's still considered going down. It's still going down, even if it's yes. higher than you. Right. Hmm. Um. So then, I'm, I'm wondering if the terminology is flawed. That's fair. You can think that, <laughs> but I think that that's still like you know universally accepted. Okay. Um. So then now I'm at Franklin Gella. So frigging Skeletor is in this movie. Skeletor is in this movie. Um, he's not on the witness list. So, you know, there's t- your Brady violation. Your Brady, I have Brady violation and Franklin Guetta not being announced. Both a travesty um, <laughs> to justice. So either way, you know, there is a miscarriage of justice happening. Um, OK, the, I, then I did have like, you know, which they actually got into. He said he had a bad heart. I was like, question mark, but then he had a bypass. And so the whole thing is like... Once again, 90s, we didn't understand cardiology. Right. Bypasses okay. don't really cure that kind of bad heart. That's kind of what I was thinking. It's like you don't you're, you didn't get a new one. No, bypasses cure chest pains on exertion, but not heart attacks per se. So, But anyway, so they're trying to establish some sort of line that's like... When he got a bypass, she ditched him because she knew that she couldn't kill him. I'm like, that's interesting. Um, and he's like embarrassed to like share that she had said like um, that she want or that he that she was going to fuck me like I've never been fucked before. I'm like, is that a threat? <laughs> it doesn't sound like a threat to me. You're in a relationship with this woman. You've chosen me a relationship with this woman. Um, probably by now, he said about a year. You know what's going on with it's the relationship. Just a She's probably said that before. That's not new. Probably like I would think about a year in, you'd be like, "Really? You got something else? Like, is there anything <laughs> left in, left in the in the in the tank to be new?" Uh, Guys, try to find something new. You don't have to, like, <laughs> you don't have to go crazy, but try to find something new. But then he's all like, "You know, I was on the brink, and she stopped. I was on the brink. I was like, he's like, I thought I might die, like." Might die because you couldn't come? I'm sorry. Like, I don't think that causes a heart attack. Like, I think that's just anticipation. Um, I think that's kind of a thing, right? Like, everybody's... Like I said, I don't think we understood cardiology in the 90s like we do now. And I'm pretty sure that's just some male-centric thinking about everything. Very, 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 very. Um, So then... Then she finds out. I mean, if ladies could have a heart attack because they couldn't get there, there's no human race. We'd be dead. We'd all be dead. Um, Like, it's just complicated. Like, it's just doesn't happen in the same way. Um, So, yeah. Dying dying of anticipation. You get there eventually. But every time? No. (laughs) So... Yeah, we would all be dead. So we got Julianne Moore laying down the law because she's like, um, I'm sorry, this chick called me here at my place of business where I that I own and I am the boss and she's looking for you and you are fucking her because no client has she's no client has ever called her before. We don't know exactly what she said, but she's like, out. You're out. I'm not dealing with this shit. You're out. Go. I'm pretty sure I counted four man ponytails in that scene oh in the bar yes well i mean i had a man ponytail for a bunch of years i can't say anything (laughs) (laughs) but still it was 1993 so but then i have like right after that 
so Madonna's going to testify. Uh, like, she's going to go get on the stand, like, for her own defense, which we all know is, is a crapshoot. It's challenging. But she's in the bathroom preparing herself, and Julianne Moore's in the bathroom. I'm like, why is Julianne Moore at court? It feels like maybe that she should have some sort of escort or guard or something. Right. She shouldn't just be on her own. She's un- she's on trial. Um, She could just escape. I mean, she was struck while by a civilian while in police custody. That's true. But also, like, why is Julian? I thought Julian Moore was going to get called to the stand mm. for some crazy reason. Um, but she doesn't. She's just there to observe. They which really didn't give her a lot to do. I said that they, earlier. They didn't. They didn't. But then I was like, where is Madonna's mole? Hmm. Didn't she have a mole? Wasn't that a thing? Earlier on, did she get that removed? When did that happen? I thought she did. I was like, huh, there's no mole anymore. I don't know. Um, was but it just Breathless Mahoney or? No, I thought she like, she, Madonna, Madonna Chicone, uh had a mole at some point in the early 80s. I don't know when it went away. I thought it was kind of a signature thing. Then I have short jury deliberation. Not a good sign, but it actually works out in her favor. And then twist. Uh, I have. You almost convinced me. Yes. Let's just end the movie there. I know. it's That's such a good line. Isn't it? And it, you're like, like, wait, what? what? Like, let's just, everybody's leaving the courtroom and he's just standing there. Swell the music. We still don't know. Yeah. What, like, yeah. Like, what did that mean? Like, did she, like, what, wow. Like, let's leave it ambiguous. Stop the movie. Like, show Julianne Moore leaving. He's still standing. He's like, ruined his life. Everything, everything is... Everything is in the wind. You know, like Joe Montana, you know, like shakes his hand and leaves. All his co-counsels, like, just and he's just like he, standing like he's there. He's won the case, but has he let a murderer go free? He's lost his wife. Like everything in the is hanging in the balance. Like what's happened? End the movie there, 100%. and we've got a B plus erotic thriller. Yeah, yeah, that was great. We, we yeah, we get a C minus erotic thriller with the next ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I feel like the last, the end really kills the rest of it, but it, it it is. It feels like they they created multiple endings. Can we get a better twist? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, they just they just lay it out. It's not really their twist happens when she says that, mm-hmm. and we're like, wait, wait, what? And then then we have to like go like. We're not sure if everyone understood what she might have been saying, so er- we need to lay it all out. Like, A, B, C, D, like all of the steps. So he goes back to her houseboat or whatever it is. She's there talking. I honestly thought she's the talking Franklin to Gilla? someone. No, no I someone. thought it was going to be the secretary. Oh. That would have been interesting. That would have been better. That would have been great if they were like in some sort of relationship. And they conspired. Yes. To, uh, much better movie. That's what I thought at first. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. No, it's just the creepy doctor um, who like gave her the info and they like, I guess, decided to set upon it. This just seems super risky and probably not. Yeah. There's a lot of things that have to happen. Like there's a lot of sharks with lasers that actually have to work for right. all of this to happen correctly. A doctor in Portland Eight million's not really, and and her and our gallery and, owner, and, and she's going to get half. We're splitting this. He's not, not. He's not in it for the money. He's in it for her. 
Yeah. And then the fact that like, you know, she, he's like, he's like, wait, you had sex with him? And he's upset with that. Gallery That's owners like, keep 50% of the sale of their work. So she's... She's, she's doing, doing fine. She, that that boat probably, is expensive. That boat's expensive. She probably sold him all those weird birds. I mean, <laughs> like, that. I'm sure that was her, like, oh, it'll be amazing. Like, let's, like, whatever. Like, let's get all these birds to watch us. Right. <laughs> I like birds watching me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we have cats that watch us, but. <laughs> That's, that. yeah, we do everything to attempt to not make that happen. Anyway. Right. So he's, he's in, like, he was not totally in on the plan. He knew the beginning. He knew the end. He did not know the the B. Like he knew like phase A, a like meet rich guy, he, phase it, C profit. profit. <laughs> like what's phase B? <laughs> like just leave it to me. Leave it to me. It had a lot of fucking. It, there was a lot of like candles <laughs> and handcuffs. Like like vaginas, handcuffs. I'll I'll right. I'll, I'll handle She's it. She's like you don't have any of those things, so I'll take care of it. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Yeah, so he that's I think that's really what he where he's mad like you've made a fool out of me like you, you guys won. I mean she's she's gonna turn on him too. She's not interested in being with him. I'm just thinking the rich dead guy he had a bunch of chest hair. Yeah, if they're candling with that stuff, we've got some some forty year old virgin situations happening. <laughs> oh Kelly Clarkson, watch out! But yeah, like she's not really she was. He was a means to an end, but all said and done, she pushed it too far, and like they they fight, everyone fights, and he eventually, Bullendafoe thinks he kills him, and he's like, oh, Throwing him, like over one flight of stairs, uh, maybe two, maybe two, but he's still. I think it was like a, it was like a, uh, uh. <laughs> okay, a landing, it had a landing. <laughs> Um, but he thinks he kills him and he's like, oh God, like I've even ruined things more. How did I ruin things even more? Like I know that this woman's guilty and she's not really that interested in me. So I didn't even like kill her for like to be with her. Um, and my wife is gone. Like he's like, oh man. And then dude shoots her and he's got to secretly kind of be like, dodge that. (laughs) Literally dodge that bullet. Uh, I'm guessing that revolver's out of bullets. Uh. like, "Mm." Like, yeah, like we wrestled. Like, shoot, 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 shoot. Like, he's, like, doing the math. Like, yeah, glad, glad he shot her twice and didn't shoot her once. And, like, eh, and he's just standing there watching, and I was like, you're kind of really being really confident this guy's not gonna, just going to shoot you, too, because why not? I mean, you're the witness, uh, but he doesn't. Um, and, yeah, Joe Mantegna is like, Joe Mantegna doesn't really rub it in his face as much as he could have. Um, he kind of is like relatively good dude. He's still like, I won the case overall. Like we all know now. Right. But I don't know. I feel like there was a moment there for kind of a Chinatown ending or a, a Raymond Chandler ending. And mm-hmm. they, they really didn't. It didn't deliver. It. They didn't like have some sort of line, you know, like create the line at the end. Then we have Julian Moore, like coming down the the dock or whatever. I'm like, why is she there too? I mean, I don't know. Like, there's no reason for her to really know what's happened. There's no really reason for her to, like, forgive what's happened. Because I don't think that this woman now being dead, I don't think that her being an actual murderer means that she was more diabolical into getting her husband into bed. Mm. I don't really think so. Like... Yes, she had a master plan, and maybe it involved him and manipulating him, but he still fell for it one way or the other, whether he was 
masterly manipulated or just like quasi manipulated. Like his dick still was involved. <laughs> it's it's mostly burned off now, so it doesn't really <laughs> <laughs> It is significantly smaller. And she's like, No, I'm not interested now. Right, like, like what like, am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Like you weren't you weren't all that much to look at up up above the shoulders. She's like, so you got a weird smile. You kind of have like a weird goblin Power Ranger, right? Right. Wolf She's smile like, thing. Yes. Yeah, so like, like, the big dick. The, the really downstairs made up for was a great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's like, mm, I'm just gonna like moonwalk away from this because <laughs> I can, because you're in the wrong. So I don't really have to like deal with that, but. The last note I have is in the credits. Do you have anything else? No, I, I don't have notes past twist. Okay. I have hairstylist, makeup artist, personal trainer, two assistants, and security detail for Madonna. This lady was a freaking star. Yeah, absolutely she was. In 93, I mean, she'd already been a star for over a decade. Mm-hmm. And speaking of star and Madonna, we talked about Wong Kar Wai's BMW film with Clive Warren last week. Yeah. If you don't have four hours to go watch Das Boot, watch, if you have eight minutes, go watch the BMW film Star, directed by Guy Ritchie, starring Madonna. Good times. Good times. Yeah, to be it's, had. it's a very much like she's being willing to be a parody of herself being directed by her husband, which didn't last as long. I don't know about that relationship, but it seems like. It seemed like it would have been cool if they'd stayed together. It, it, I, I don't right. know, but I don't know anything about that. That's none of my business. Um, but anyway, I feel like that's that. So we'll be back for going deeper next week. And uh, happy New Year, everybody! Yes. Hope this. Uh, hope the candle wax on your loins, uh, um, <laughs> loins. Is, is keeping your January nice and and, and toasty. <laughs> and, um, Catch us at uh, Forbidden Cinema at Instagram and Forbidden Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know how much, how many burn, third degree burns you have on your balls. And no, don't um, send pictures. No, I, I, I'm the one who checks that. I don't want that. Um, you can directly text those to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> If you want to see pictures, send pictures of burn balls. Just, just tell us you want to, and 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 we'll send you my direct cell phone number. <laughs> okay, maybe my burner phone no. from uh, my my Google Voice. Okay, maybe not the direct number. Let let's be completely honest. Anyway, here. um, yeah, if you have so balls, a, uh, right? Uh, if you have an experience living in Oregon, let us know. Uh, <laughs> is it really that rainy and really unusually lit? That's what I want to know. Anyway, um, thanks so much, guys. We're excited to jump into 2022 with you. Uh, we are all crossing our fingers and toes and everything that things are different. I, I'm not going to say anything else other than that. But thanks Willem for... Willem Dafoe's balls hang so low, we're able to cross them. And <laughs> like, this is going to be our year, right? Sure. Is that what that means? Is is that like if it like one to the left, two to the left? Is it is it like Paxitani Phil? <laughs> is there some sort of like Groundhog Day situation? 
Um, and Willem Dafoe pokes it out. And, anyway, okay. anyway, I don't know. Well, you didn't. I didn't see it. Okay. So I don't know what that means. Um, we'll have to determine whether that means we have six more weeks of Is winter of or Dafoe? six more months of COVID. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. Thanks for being along with this ride. Uh, let us know. Yeah, we, we've got our our box that we'll be choosing from. Um, and we'll let you know what we'll be watching when we go deeper. But if you have anything that you want to go deeper on, you want to jump in to let us know we we would be happy to explore it and congrats to our family members that uh, just got married so good on you guys and uh, all right thanks guys bye. Bye.